0: being lonely is no way to live all right welcome or welcome back to just know the podcast i am your host jen and we are doing our mini lift holiday series and this is Episode number two, last episode I talked about grief. This episode I want to talk about loneliness because I feel like they're very connected. Yeah, that's what we're going to be talking about today in hopes that it helps somebody um, because it can be extremely rough and I want to acknowledge that. It is rough, lonely road, but you are not alone and you can get through it and you will get through it and I thank God in advance for that day for you. So we're just going to get right into it. Last episode I talked about grief. And I also talk about my bad habits with codependency on weed and kind of suppressing my emotions and being on this journey of understanding myself, processing a bit better, and having healthy ways of grieving, just getting through life. So loneliness and grief kind of go hand in hand because I think when you're going through any rough season, you think that nobody will get it. And I thought like that. I thought, ah. No one's going to get it. I don't want to talk about it with anybody. I want to keep it very private. And that's that. Because these emotions when you are going through a rough season they're icky oh my gosh they feel like oh they feel they're like the worst type of types of emotions like you feel disappointment you're frustrated you are discouraged you're confused you know you're longing for like hope it is just a crazy crazy time and they are emotions that you kind of like need to feel by yourself i mean you don't have to but i feel like they're so intimate to your own thoughts personality memories experiences where it's kind of almost natural to be alone when you're grieving yeah it's just natural I mean they're just so intimately tied to your heart and thoughts that it really takes time to yourself to feel and think and process it before you can kind of open the door for anyone else to understand. So it's rough, it's lonely, and I feel like it's natural to do that to yourself, which is why it's also dangerous. (laughs) It's also dangerous to feel like, and that's the sad part, right? I think a lot of us feel, I felt like this, where you feel so alone and you feel like no one's gonna get it, and then it makes it even worse. And like, it's the whole bad cycle of one, I'm going through it. Two, no one's going to get it. Three, I'm going to continue isolating myself. It's dangerous because if you keep going down that road and not acknowledging some type of hope or light or support, then it can be very, very, very dark. And I don't wish that upon anybody. Grieving is a part of life. And there are some chapters, especially with emotions, all those yucky emotions where you tend to self-isolate and be by yourself. I get it. Totally, totally get it because there are times where, ugh, those emotions, you don't want to talk about it with anybody. Sometimes I don't even want to talk about it with myself, with my therapist. For real, for real. Like, (laughs) I'm like, ugh, I don't want to bring it up. I don't want to talk about it. But if You don't feel like you can talk about it with anybody. I'm just going to say it. (laughs) Like talk about it with God. Like even if you don't believe in God, like there are times where I know a therapist will say like, oh, I'm not going to judge you. That's not, it's my job. I get it. Right. But it's something different about seeing somebody and talking to somebody face to face, knowing that they're going to talk back versus somebody that you don't see and you're just talking to that's kind of how I feel I feel like if you cannot afford a therapist and you feel like you don't have a support system take it to God or write it down you can do that for yourself and I want to just put that out there because that's one of the things that helps me I might be freaking annoying when it comes to it but God has saved me so many times and yes, so many freaking times so many dark times I get it if you can't afford a therapist and I get it even if you have a therapist and you don't want to talk about it with your therapist. There are just some things that you want to keep behind a closed door. It can be extremely lonely, difficult, and I want to just acknowledge that because this thing, what I'm about to talk about is not a one-size-fits-all. I'm going to talk about things that have helped me during my lonely seasons in hopes that it helps. Yeah, I hope that it helps. and I hope it helps bring some sort of peace. I really wish and pray that for everybody like some sort of peace of mind a sound mind because being lonely is no way to live it's no cycle or path to go down i don't know i feel like i'm talking to somebody today it is no no way to go down because i promise you that there is somebody on this earth that will help you get through what you're at whatever you're going through whatever lonely season you're going through there is somebody that's gonna freaking help you and there is somebody that god will use to help you get through it i wholeheartedly believe in that and whoever is listening if you need that today praise god because when you're in the lonely seasons you forget who loves you right i do want to talk a little about how my struggles with loneliness, where that kind of stems from, and then I'm going to go into what has helped me. So being first generation, difficult, right? Difficult. My parents, blessed but rough at the same time. So my dad was an orphan, lost his mom, and his dad was adopted by his aunt and uncle. He has had a lot of grief in his life from a young age, not ever knowing his mom, his mom died in childbirth his dad struggled with grief after that losing his mom having a newborn baby struggled with alcoholism and my mom has also struggled with grief first of all they both had to come to america right so they kind of also had to grief their old life and then starting new here my mom lost her dad at a young age and then also lost her mom and has also had to grieve people who are alive, you know, friendships or relationships that burned. I guess you could say that, yeah, just, I would say, after over same with my dad so they really had to grieve a lot and they didn't really have the time or space they were very stoic and controlled but also suppressed a lot and all they did was really protected us from all of that and they were never ever messy when it came to it they were very self-controlled at the end of the day they knew they had to take care of us they didn't have the luxury of being messy they had to still put food on the table. And the reason I mention this is because that is how I learned how to grieve or get through seasons, rough seasons, right? I learned that you be composed, that there are bigger things to deal with. I'm getting a little a little ball in my throat right now because I love my parents to death. And I know that they didn't really have, I guess the luxury of time. To process things and set that example for, for me. Because of that, I kind of had this notion of like, I don't get the opportunity to be messy in my grieving or lonely season. I don't get the opportunity to lose my shit, I guess you could say. And I say this because when you're going through it, it is okay to be a little messy, to cry on the floor. I don't know, to do whatever you got to do, like with all these emotions, you don't have to be composed all the time, right? I mean, of course you don't want to do it in public, but if it happens in public, it happens, right? I say that because, because I learned that way, I had to really develop better ways of processing during lonely seasons. You know, I think my parents, they're very stoic and it's a very old school way of like getting through things. But this day and age is very, very, very different. You can't get away with that no more. Like, it's just not going to work out. It's going to catch up. I bring that up because it is going to catch up and don't go down that cycle, right? These are dark times. These are times where people are maybe losing their identity. People are getting attachment to the wrong things. People are grieving more than ever. People places things themselves like life is hard we can be blessed but it can be hard at the same time and so we can't really get away or i can't get away with how my parents dealt with things i think it's a very different time very different very layered and it's because of like the generational trauma you know my parents dealt with things the way they did because their parents were obviously going through like world war ii it's almost like Every time, every generation never has time to process. You just go on to the next thing. And it usually works, but this time it's not going to work because I feel like God wants more for our hearts, you know? You don't have to take all these, all the hurt, be lonely or think that no one's going to be there for us or that letting go and loneliness is natural and that you don't have to be controlled or composed all the time. And that's why it's so important to just listen to yourself, to know your boundaries, to know your threshold. I need to be alone for the day or a couple hours or something or a week. You know, I think everyone has different, different occasions call for different seasons of loneliness. Loneliness is so hard and it's such a sad time. You owe yourself time to go through whatever you're going through, to feel whatever you're feeling. Things that have helped me is one, giving myself time. This is, this was so hard for me because I'm such a busy body. Like if I'm in my feelings and I'll I'll clean or if I'm in my feelings, I will, I don't know, I feel like I have to be productive. It's such a bad thing to do, but so I really just gave myself, I try to stop doing that and give myself time to be in my feelings a little bit more to understand what I need. The more time that you give yourself, the better I do. I feel like even like sitting down for like an hour, like don't feel bad about that. Or if you're in bed for like, you know, just binging on TV. But if if that's what you need and you're, that's how your body rests, then do that. Don't make your, don't feel bad about it. Another thing is honesty. I really had to be honest with myself. Part of those was like acknowledging like, okay, Jennifer, like don't Try to distract yourself, try to be productive, really just be present in your feelings and understand why you're feeling that way. So for example, if I'm feeling hopeless, I want to know why I'm feeling hopeless and then kind of going down from there versus just feeling it and trying to let it go and then trying to get over it. Like that's not going to really solve anything. That feeling will come back again. Yeah, being honest with myself really helped. Another thing was having grace on myself. And I really liked, I think it was Claudia's episode in Manifesting Motherhood. She talks about this a lot. And we have to have grace upon ourselves. And I barely learned that concept like a year ago. I I had to Google it. I don't even know what it really meant at that time. I had to give myself grace. Grace. Because it is so easy to be hard on myself It is so easy to be hard on myself to have these expectations, right? Because of how what I learned from my parents, right? Like I felt like I couldn't lose my shit, you know? If I did lose my shit, I had to have grace upon myself. If I'm in my lonely season thinking about all of the things that I have to let go of or not knowing how to let go of and not getting it right the first time and then having to go over it again or having things pop up in my head having emotions pop up in my head and then having to continuously rehash it and remind myself like i had to give myself grace in those moments and because of that that was probably like the biggest thing that i could ever do for myself because it's so easy we are our worst critics it's really easy to have high expectations of ourselves and maybe not enough grace But I really encourage you to do that. Like encourage yourself to to feel, to be okay with it, to maybe lose your shit for a moment, to cry, to have bad days, to start over. I think that is key to grief, loneliness, and letting go. The last thing is loving myself. sounds so freaking cliche, but when you are lonely, when you are grieving, the only thing that will help you is some sort of, goodness or light or love loving yourself all it means really is giving yourself what you need right understanding what you need and addressing that yeah it sounds so cliche right but understanding ways to love yourself will help you feel better in this time it could even be cringy when we hear it right but like it's one of those things that we don't learn It's one of those things that we don't learn and we expect other people to know how to do it for us. I think when you do learn the ways that you, I don't know, your love language to yourself, I guess you could say like, how do you like to love yourself? You know, is that having a day to yourself? I don't know, cooking your favorite meal for yourself. It could be anything, right? But you have to acknowledge that you can do those things for yourself. And then also when things get better, you'll know how you want to be loved. Right? We talk about it how love language is. You can, there's a way to you like to receive love, a way that you like to give love, and children are the same way, right? And then we also have to understand that we need to have that relationship with ourselves and understand that. I will go down the list on how I did that for me. Few things that I did besides having grace, being honest with myself, and investing investing in myself in terms of a therapist and books. And time I also I also did a six month break from my personal social media and one of the best things I could do for myself really like not having a personal social media I know I have the podcast one but not having the personal one really really helped it helped because it helped me not compare to others or open that door to digest things that probably weren't best for me in my grieving, lonely, art of letting go season and limiting the time on my phone as well as saying no to things. (laughs) Um, That's the hardest part for me because I am the type of person that will overextend myself and just try to make shit happen. But saying no to things really, really helped and doing that allowed me to know and love myself better right because when I say no that means I'm acknowledging what I can and can't do and what I need meaning what I need is a way of knowing how to love myself and I think it's especially as a woman it's so hard you feel like you have to make everybody else happy that's a dangerous game that we play if you do that it's like I, and it's hard like you feel like okay, I have to do this for my mom just for my dad and my sister and Of my friend and blah blah blah, blah. whoever whoever for work Even the stranger like you feel like you have to do all these things But in reality everyone has a threshold and when you're going through a rough season You have to acknowledge what that is Listen to yourself because if you're not listening to yourself, you're not giving yourself what you truly need and in Rough times. You need to do that for yourself. Like it is not just some cringy cliche saying. You really, really do have to know deep down what you need, how you're gonna get it, that you're gonna get there. That all in all, that is all I have. And I hope that that kind of helps. I feel like I feel like we talk about letting go as if it's so easy and that It's like almost like, yeah, just let that shit go. It's so easy to say, but there's so much weight to it. There's so much more action to letting go. And when you let go, it is lonely, right? Because of all of these icky emotions. When you let go and you grieve, you have to understand what you need and how to love yourself, how to be honest with yourself, how to give yourself time to be a little messy, to to be unplanned i think i've also struggled with being such a planner where the loneliness the bad the bad icky emotions it's like damn i didn't plan for this today right but you have to give yourself time and space to feel it and to be lonely And to take breaks from social media, reinvest in yourself. There was this saying, I think it's Benet Brown. It was saying how if you're insecure or if you have a hole in your heart, it doesn't matter how much other people pour into you because it's a hole. So it just pours right out versus you have to learn how to sew that up for yourself, which is why I think we have these times in our life where we have a lonely road, lonely seasons, when we are healing, when we are grieving, when we're trying to make ourselves new again, right? It doesn't matter who keeps pouring into you, who keeps trying to tell you all these positive things because if you're if you're not like slowly sewing that hole in your heart, it's just going to keep pouring right out. And you know, give yourself some grace because there are going to be times where it just opens right up again and you have to figure out how to heal. And that's okay. There it's not a race. <laughs> It's not a race to letting go. It's not a race to 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 get through whatever you're going through. You get through it whenever you get through it. I'm just going to leave it at that. Like you get through it whenever you get through it and that's okay. It is not a race. At the end of it, a lot of people won't even know that you're going through it. You know, when I open up about things, especially hard times in the past, a lot of people are like, oh, I had no clue, right? And so a lot of people won't even know that you're going through it until you get through it and when you do i hope and pray that you are able to pick up a friend in time of need or a stranger just acknowledge somebody in their lonely season that you are there for them and that you can support them because that is all that matters at the end of the day i think we go through we all go through it and we think that no one else gets it. But the fact of the matter is there are other people that do understand. When we are able to create that connection, a deep connection, it is life-changing. It is absolutely life-changing to know that. Yeah, I, I encourage everybody to to do that and to have hope. Continuously have grace on yourself. There's only going to be two more episodes or maybe three because this is just gonna mini lift is gonna be only through december the next two episodes are going to be a lot more encouraging i did want to talk about grief and loneliness because they are very complex necessary to acknowledge before going into some positive episodes so do look forward to those i know these were a little rough do stay tuned and i really do hope you have a great day a good week And hope to catch you next time.